笑着。Welcome to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we look at Toy Story minute by minute. We look at it, we study it, we expound upon it. That's a word. It sure is a word. My name is John. My name is Jeb. And this is minute number nine, starting with birthday guests at that was two o'clock. Too. Yeah, I can't do it. We're gone, Ratzenberger. Starting with birthday guests. And uh, ending with, repeat, we are code red. Ooh. I like the reactions to, like, when he initially, when they're freaking out and going to the window. Mm-hmm. It's all in Dutch angles, you know, yep. with the, like, the kind of uh, diagonal angles that... Just they're makes in, everything a little bit more off-kilter. Yeah, which works, because they're mm-hmm. panicking. Like, ah! Adds to the pandemonium. And they don't overuse it right. in this movie, unlike Thor... Which is the second worst Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I'm going to say full disclosure, never even seen Thor. Really? Never. Thor 2 is the only one I've seen that's worse than that one. Although I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. Doctor Strange, I've seen. It's good. Let's stay on topic. (laughs) Okay, sorry, Jeb. (laughs) Taskmaster. Yup. It's alright. The children then come in with all their their presents. And Mr. Potato Head, I like the eye thing he does. Stuck behind all the big the big toys, and he pops his eyes out. He's like, I can't see. Pops his eyes out, puts them up in his hands above everybody. I like that you're pantomiming it, too. I'm pantomiming it for the audience to hear. Jeff is getting very excited. I'm pant... Yeah. One thing that I'll do a lot <laughs> is pantomime when you guys clearly cannot see what I'm doing. I like... Uh, I mean, this is the kind of thing that happens when you don't have Slinky Dog saying little toys, up, smaller toys up front. Like, we need Slinky yeah. Dog. He's relevant there. All the children, I don't know if you noticed this, I had to. Look, I uh, only saw this when I looked stuff up, they're all just Andy's model, his animation model. I can see that. With different clothes and, and skin, skin color. I can see that. They have the same haircut, too. Mm-hmm. Like It's all short. Sure. And they're all boys. But, I mean, that works, because he's a six-year-old. A six-year-old boy. He's not going to have a lot of girls at his birthday party. I mean... I don't know. Whatever. I do need to make an apology because last week we talked about how there are only white people in this movie, and there is uh, one of the kids is, is black. I yeah. guess. Yeah. He. He's that means black. you know what that means. That yeah. means Andy's not racist. Or I feel like your mom is kind of the one who invites kids to your party when you're when six. you're six. Yeah. So his mom's not racist because his mom is a paragon of intersectional feminism because she's a strong, independent, single mother lesbian. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. She is my hero. Mm-hmm. The the aforementioned kid, I like him the most of the guests, not because of the tokenism, but uh, <laughs> his shirt has the soccer the yeah. soccer thing on it. I like it. Jeff, don't laugh at me. I like he's got the soccer thing yeah. with the the bandits. Yeah, just, that's. I tried looking it up. There's maybe, a lot of soccer teams called the bandits. Maybe he's coming from a soccer game. I feel like maybe he's just a big fan of sports because you see the wrapping paper. Oh, yep. It's the little one that gets really big. Mm-hmm. The wrapping paper has football helmets on it. Yeah. I like it. That kid knows what he's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like sports. I'm the sports guy. I'm the sports guy. I'm Andy's Andy the Western guy. Do you think when you're six or your identity is that strongly established? I mean, it's probably like, this is my friend who likes cowboys. This is my friend who likes I sports. Guess it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's like, simplified. Um, yeah. 
when they scream at that present, though, the blinds rattle? Why? Are they moving against it? I, it feels... I'm not entirely really sure, because they, they make an effort to point out that the blinds are Yeah, rattling. it cuts away from the outside, yeah. seeing that, which hopefully none of the kids look up. Right. Again, how have toys not been caught as living? I actually have a, a point on that. I feel like if you were a kid and you saw a toy moving, and they, like, as soon as you notice, they drop. Like, you'd think they, it was your like, imagination? You'd think it was, well, yeah, you'd either, A, think it was your imagination, or you'd go tell your mom, and your mom would be like, Oh, you have such a good imagination. And you're then you so forget creative. about it because you're a kid. Yeah. And then you're like, huh, I guess that was fake. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. They just hope no adults see it or right. else they'll think that they're crazy. Right. Anyway. Because <laughs> adults with active imaginations are called crazy. Jeb, I feel like you're trying to make a point here. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> There's a line that I could not make out until I looked up the script. When they're all freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Spell says, spell the word trash can. I love it. Nice. Which also, a trash can is two words. Let's yeah. be real here. I like that we're already getting toys thinking about their fate with garage sales and, and trash cans. Mm-hmm. And Woody's the only one not really freaking out. Right. Rex is freaking out like crazy. Rex is just a nervous, a nervous dinosaur to begin with. He's already self-conscious about his uh, role. Yeah, his role in before they toys. even have the concept of a new toy. Are there dinosaur shaped ones? <laughs> I love They're it. inside a box, you idiot. Woody's way of calming Rex down is obviously you know he wants to send in the troops. That's a big deal next minute. Mm-hmm. But he then says, "Okay, okay, save your batteries." Rex doesn't run on batteries. Well, he's that, that's not specifically to Rex. That's to the group. Well, even the group, like... Mr. Speak, or the Mr. Spell. Mr. Spell has batteries. Does the... Does C and... Uh, C and have batteries, right? Yeah. RC? Yeah. I guess, technically, Woody has a battery in his voice box, but those those batteries are the kind that never go bad. Yeah. They just last for No, so that's long. just a toy saying. That's not, like... It's, like... It's toy slang. Yeah. It's, like, hold on to your hat, even, even if you're not if wearing, you're not wearing a, hat. a hat. Yeah. Although, Save your batteries, even though you don't have batteries. I should point out that Sports Kid... Where's a hat? Because he's cool. I love Sports Kid. He's my favorite <laughs> birthday guest. Maybe it's just because he gets the most focus because we see him with the, the like, big present. Yeah. But I love him. Yeah. He's so cool. It, and they freak out because, oh, that's not that big of a present. Yeah. It's a good... The they're just... They're good gags Such on this a, Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot in this minute, but they're good gags. Yes, I agree. I felt like I needed something to look up for this minute. And I found a good wellspring, because I looked up what a code red is, because Woody gives a code red to Sarge. Mm-hmm. And this is what it can mean, uh, according to a movie I've never seen, A Few Good Men, which okay. I'm gonna, I, I feel like that's like a movie I should see. Same. Oh, there's so many like that, though. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're just watching Toy Story a lot. Yeah. I'm okay <laughs> um, with it. In that, it's like a military slang for punishing somebody extrajudicially. Like, without non-legally punishing someone, like getting your soldiers to beat someone up. Hmm, that's not the way I've ever heard it. And that's definitely not how Woody's using it. No, even though he is talking to Sarge. If you're in a hospital and there's a code red, that means that there's a fire. Because fire is red. And you do not want to say in a hospital to all the patients, Oh, by the way, everything's on fire. Run and make a panic. Right. 
Makes sense. There's also a 1993 album by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Will Smith. Called Code Red. This is the second time we've referenced Will Smith on this podcast. He's not in any of these movies. He's not really a Disney guy. Yeah. Wow, I never thought about it like that. If they gave Will Smith a toy in Toy Story 4, what kind of toy do you think it would be? Deadshot from Suicide Squad. Okay, nobody cares about Suicide Squad, Jeff. <laughs> that was the most disappointing movie I've seen in such a long time. I, I haven't bothered to see a DC movie since Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I'm going to see Wonder Woman, That was my Woman, bad. Though. Same. That was my bad. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's not very far away from coming it's out. It's not. Oh, my God. So excited. The other thing that Code Red can mean is cherry-flavored Mountain Dew. Hey, I just got done drinking that. Plug. Plug. <laughs> For sure. I'm, For Mountain Dew Code Red. I'm not a big Mountain Dew guy, I gotta be I honest. I am. Yeah, well, that's your own fault. That's my thing. <laughs> I don't think that's the Code Red he's referring to either, Woody. I've here. always heard Code Red as, like, emergency. It's or important. Like, it's urgent. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that can apply to a lot of things, like a Jazzy Jeff record or a, or a hospital fire. Most, it just, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, something important. Yeah. Or cherry flavored and Mountain Dewy. Yeah. This is the Code Red Minute. This is the Code Red Minute. This is the watching children from your window minute. Yep. That sounds extremely normal. <laughs> yes. Nothing Nothing creepy, creepy about that. <laughs> Overall, this minute's got a lot of good guests, but there's not a whole lot to talk about, really. No. Do you have anything else, uh, anything else to say I about it? I really don't, because... All the really big stuff with the soldiers starts next minute, so tune in tomorrow, folks. Uh, <laughs> plug for us. Plug for our own <laughs> our own podcast. Uh, We've already talked about the gags that go on when they're watching the uh, yeah. watching the guests come in. I that little present, big present perspective gag Great. is one of my favorites Great. in the movie, though. Awesome. It's the kind of thing that you have the control over when you're making an animated movie, especially mm-hmm. computer animated, because mm-hmm. the dimensions are already in there, yeah. in your magical yeah. robot box. And if you're programming, computer animating somebody to walk up with it, there's no chance that they might turn, showing the entire length of... Yeah. Yeah. The direction in this movie in general is really good, because they do... Like, you see blurs and uh, and Dutch angles and stuff like that. Which they, they have to... Use, yeah. They have to... You can't just tilt a camera them. like that. You have to... Yeah. It's like when you see a, a lens flare in, like, a J.J. Abrams movie, because obviously he's not using cameras pointing directly into the sun and making an optical illusion. Right. He's putting that in. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting just from a way that, you know, cameras imitate our eyes and then we imitate those cameras. Yeah. Because there's not a camera making this movie. Right. The future, man. 22 years ago. 1995 was the future of movies. <laughs> it's all downhill from there, folks. I guess. I'm kidding. Next minute will be bad. <laughs> not yeah. that this minute was bad. It was just short. Just not a whole lot of substance. Well, we'll see you tomorrow on Toy Story Minute. See all my favorite deputies. You've got a friend in me. We kind of switched switched, up. We We switched it up a little bit. I like it. Well, we are not completely 100% always with our sign-offs because we are flexible. That's boring. Yeah. We got this. We do got this. High five. You got Oh, that made a sharp noise on it the fan. Sure did. Ooh. You got a-